we're online are we all right looks like we're here on mutiny radio and uh racers alley will get back to you in a second once we get our stuff together and figure out how to make music work all right uh talk to you guys soon it's a travel quietly 
Second, I kind of figured out a couple of things to work. Enjoy the music, we'll be back shortly.
hero who appears in you to clear your view when you're too crazy. Lifeless to those with definition for what life is. Priceless to you because I put you on the hype shit you like it. Gun smoke, you're righteous with one talk, you're psychic among no possess you with one go. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. Ain't happening. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. It's since the basics, without it you make it Allow me to make this, child like your nature Rhythm, you have it or you don't That's a fallacy, I'm in them Every sprouting tree, every child of peace Every cloud and sea, you see with your eyes I see destruction and demise Corruption in the skies, from this fucking enterprise Now I'm sucked into your lives Through rustle, not his muscles But percussion to provide for me as a guide Y'all can see me now cause you don't see with your eyes all right, welcome back to Racers Alley, and uh, this is your uh, host Alex, and Wade Boyd is here. Uh, Wade, does your mic work? I hope so. All right, there it is. All yeah. right, so we're here at a little te- technical difficulties, being a person who's not really good at recording <laughs> any or computers. Uh, you know, today this uh, this system's acting a little funny, but no matter what, I'm just pushing record on everything and hope I just don't screw this place up. Our dear host and owner uh, and pirate captain at Mutiny Radio here on the mission is uh, Pamtastic. She's hey. awesome, and she usually, you know, does her comedy uh, comedy shows here. Uh, that's, a, that's a comedy club hour, and uh, so that being said, she's having a wonderful time over there, and uh, I believe her and her wonderful man, Jonathan, are out there in uh, Italy, and they're going to Greece for a few weeks. So, uh, yeah, isn't that nice? nice? Holy moly. Yeah, they showed me some pictures. And uh, right now, apparently, it's a really good economical time to go to Europe. But uh, just try to, you know, if you can, learn some language uh, language words. So, hey, Wade, how you doing, mate? All right, really good. Right on. Working, working, working. Working, working, working. And, uh, you know... Uh, word on the street is you have a pretty cool batmobile coming yep yep um yeah 1980 black corvette totally looks like the batmobile somebody totally did it up and 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 i let a a buddy try to get it from a friend of mine who's been wheeling and dealing and uh it didn't make it to australia so i got a second shot at it and i couldn't let it get away (laughs) So we're creating a space for it in my in my back like in a garage. It'll be the bat cave and everything. That'll be in a month or so. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, as a, as a little bit of history here, you know, Wade and I go back, and uh, we know a lot of uh, very eccentric, interesting folks. I mean, they're not your ordinary, you know, walk of the day. And uh, I believe it's our friends Hannes. Hans. Uh, how does he say his there, name? Which there, well, there's two different ones there. Oh, okay. Um, our boy over there, uh, getting get, get getting near the Corvette. The Corvette, the Hans, German Hans, or, German or Hans. sidecar Hans. Ah, okay. I I thought they were one and the same. So German Hans, also, I believe that's where you got your '57 Chevy. Yeah. Okay. So same go thing. Go way back, and he's a very um, uh, uh, just like Wade, a builder. Um, 
if you can imagine it, he'll try to do it. You know, and I, I really respect that type. You know, uh, of, of ingenuity and imagination. You know, I mean, uh, myself, I could say that I, I can write, but I mean, when it comes down to actually thinking, uh, thinking of something, and, and and it's just in your mind, and actually making it, you know, out of metal or out of wood or, or, or ceramics. I mean, uh, there's a, there's a creativity to that, and also our artist's ingenuity and. Uh, <laughs> Wade, like yourself, Hans is one of those folks. He just, uh, he's, he's a character. Yeah, he wheels and deals in different projects and this and that. He actually built a 600 streetable sidecar and took it to Pikes Peak and won the class. Yeah, and, we, we were mentioning that. And, and a bunch of funny things. He's got a uh, one of these, one of those. Um, he's collecting um, Carmen Gia's right now. And he's building them up, and he's got some with V8, some with this, that. He's got a Pantera. The Pantera, <laughs> I think, blows everything away that he's got. He's got a Porsche, he's got a this, he's got a that. The Pantera's actually in flat white. Never thought I would like flat white. Money. Well, you it's like gorgeous. Colors. Yeah, that's a surprise for me as well, Wade, because I mean, you, you really like to have a, that would be a canvas, a dream for you, yeah. and the fact of the matter that you really like the, 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 the car itself, uh, just plain, it's, it's, it's really, it makes a, well, yeah. it says something about it, it's yeah, lines and everything, a Pantera, right? Yep, yep really nice. You, you know? So, uh, similar, I had somebody ask me if I'm going to paint the Batmobile purple. Uh, I would, but I didn't see Batman with a purple right? Batmobile. Yeah, the Batmobile looks great. So I'm gonna leave it alone in black, and just just enjoy it. We're we're sort of getting it. Uh, Christine's dad has always dreamt to one, and anyhow, I was asking Hans if he had any deals on any vets a little while ago, and and then he pops up with this Batmobile. Like, so you were kind of interested in the vet. I did I did not know that way. A little, but um, Christine's dad really was, has always dreamt about it. We can't actually give it to him. It'd be too expensive to send to Jeremy and him to run. He suppose he couldn't do it. So I uh, totally thought I would just buy it and invite him over here. And so we have to take him, drive him around a little bit. Here's your daughter with a big smile trying to drive you around in a Corvette. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, getting that to Europe would be just cost prohibitive. But I mean, yeah, coming here, you know. Boy, that would be a huge surprise. And yeah. Going up Highway 1, or just anywhere. I mean, uh, you can see probably pictures of that car on our Facebook page under Racer's Alley, by the way. And you'll totally understand why it's called the Batmobile. I mean, it's it's, just, it's really bitching. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, to, to be seen soon. <laughs> to be seen soon. I got to fix it. So it's in, it's in the works. You got, uh, you, well, yeah, as anything, I mean, it takes a little restoration, but once it comes out of the box, it'll be a whole big deal. Yeah, it's totally worth fixing, so yes. I couldn't let it get away. Same with the 57 I got from him. Dude, you got to come over and drive this truck. And I did. I finally. remember that day. And then it's like, whoa, two weeks later, dude, you still got that thing. I got to get it from you. For somebody who doesn't appreciate it. Yeah, it was a uh, primer gray at the time, as I recall. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, well, Wade sees that as a canvas, and uh, we we spent a little. Well, geez, Wade, why don't you tell yourself? I mean, it's a, it, it, it's purple with a bunch of flames, but it, it took a bit of. Uh, we're, now we're talking about what it takes to do something. Wade, how many did you cut? So a neighbor actually came by and said. Could you paint my car? I said I asked him if he had a you got a garage? He goes, Yeah. 
So I go, sure, I'll paint your car if you let me paint my car. So mine ended up going first. We we got done with it. It's like painting inside a telephone booth. But anyhow, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the neighborhood glowed when we rolled that thing out. And then it's beautiful purple, not a speck on it. It's not perfect green, but it looks really good. And then, so I wanted to put flames on it, and I tried to figure out how I could do it easily without going back into a big to-do. So I, I took pieces of paper, and I put a flame on every, on 100 pieces of paper, and I, I did one flame at a time, I did, and I got to do three colors to make it work. So Wade, when you say um, number one, the um, the base coat on, on on the car, the color purple was at a, I believe it was a metallic, correct? Yeah. Nice. So it had sparklies. It's it's beautiful. I was there when he painted that first coat, and when he says we did it in a in a, in a, in a phone booth, I, I would say we did it in a shoebox, and it was really tight in there. But the the end justified the means. Boy oh boy, and uh, yeah. So uh, after that. There was something else to be done, and when Wade says something, um, uh, as far as what he did, what, 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 he, what he actually did was um, uh, he wanted flames on the side, so he 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 made he he hand drew all the flames, and then from there in the process, as he, he cut them out of paper, right? Paper's cheap, so a hundred pieces of paper. I had a hundred flames. Hundred flames by hand, so that's that's part of the deal. Took, took me a night or two to cut all them flames. Yeah, maybe but two weeks. <laughs> I, I got these stencils. I used some semi-stick uh, glue. I would spray one. I could get two uses out of one piece of paper, then set it aside, throw, do whatever. I might get to use it again. I might not. But if I keep using fresh pieces of paper, I got clean, clean sharp line, lines. Yeah. I did all, I called it the black dots first. Uh, these black dots better not ruin my purple paint job. And you got to remember that you want to see purple, not yes. flames. And you want to see the flames, but yeah, and then there's three colors. So it, I did. I forgot it, to mention that. It was actually, you, you have three different color flames, so the process. Is, is a process. So I did one, I did the black set, then a month later I did the silver set. And then I came back and I had to do the turquoise. If you don't do the turquoise, I'm gonna kick you. I'm gonna <laughs> kick you because I got the turquoise inside it. It just finished it. Yes, it brought it out. And when you say the process, I mean Wade. Um, uh, for those of us uh, and many of us who actually don't have the talents to actually, uh, or the uh, wherewithal, uh, meaning uh, space to actually paint our own cars. Um, that being said. Uh, you got your layers, but does that mean you tape up everything around it each time that you actually paint a layer? I made sure not to spray more too far or not, you know, not more than one piece of paper worth. So, so I only had to do half the, the shielding. You gotcha. Just, you shielded it. Yeah. I put nice. on my paper, then shield it and go squirt, squirt, and then you're done. One, two, three, pull it off, and you didn't make a mess. And then move on, go somewhere else, let that dry. And then, like, I was on the couch one day look, looking outside, watching the neighbors. Christine came out and busted me. Look, you're watching the neighbors. No, you're not. You're looking at your truck. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at my truck. I'm looking at the patterns of the flames, where they are, how I can make them better, which ones I like the best, so which effect I can make best on the next batch that goes down. 
Because you're critiquing yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do I like? I like the one on the left. Yeah. The, the two together looked really good, so I try to match that and make it better. Spatial yeah. recognition. Yeah. And, and yeah, interesting. So I did a couple on this side. I did a couple on that side. Then go back and forth and try not to overdo it. So And then look at it. Sit back and look at it. And so you get something you're really, really happy with. Well, it's a beautiful truck. And again, on the racer's alley, um, yeah, Wade, uh, throw some more of those. Uh, Wade also loves to put the 57 around the San Francisco. We have a bunch of murals. And you can see that particular truck and a bunch of... And, and also, we'll, we'll get to this next one in a second, actually. Since we're talking about cars and we're racer's alley, I mean, uh, his 57 deserves a, a shit ton of mention it's a beautiful beautiful truck and of course we're on the mission so you gotta have a 57 chevy yeah, but it's a, uh, it's a low rider it's, yeah, it's it, the tail and shortened and squeezed and, 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 and then i i i got a picture of it where i found a mural down on like sixth street and i had had a picture made up at work and everything oh i need i need to have one of these my boss printed one out for me and then on 26th in Mission, I found this kill, other killer, really nice, beautiful lady, Indian, whatever, um, with a headdress on and everything. And she won my my art contest that I didn't know I had. I was looking for a <laughs> new picture for the back of the truck to make it look really cool. And oh, yes. that's wow. the one. No kidding. I took a picture, a couple pictures of it. I emailed it to my boss. Dink, dink, dink. Can you make me this? I don't ask him for too many favors. I walk in. Yeah, and yeah, go yeah. I'm working on it. I had it by the end of the day. Wow, that's a, that's a nice turnaround. And uh, Wade, uh, actually, uh, Juan, we give a spot to your company here uh, just for a second to get off the mark. And we'll just call this our uh, commercial break. Um, where are you at? I'm in Brisbane at Trillium Press. We don't advertise, but uh, Trillium Press makes top-end, high-end art. Um, Hung Lu is our uh, main artist, If you um, Chinese-American artist. Uh, hits a home run every time she picks up a paintbrush. Uh, I think it was the Oakland airport that she's got a big thing in. And wow. she's all over the place and just dynamite. I haven't seen that many artists, but I've seen enough through there that I call it the Trillium School of Art. Well, wait, I believe, I mean, um, she was. she's probably been there, I want to say, probably at least 10 years now, right? Uh, I was 13 or something 13, like that. 13, yeah. I remember when she came in. And uh, Trillium, I mean, before that, uh, uh, talking about companies, I mean, there was print, you know. And before that, I believe you guys did some magnificent yeah. stuff. Yeah, we got three giant litho machines, uh, which my boss did for 20, 30, 40 years. Now he's got inkjet printers. He goes, I don't want to do that again. It was too hard. But it was totally the stuff. So he's done printing all his life and now he's um he still prints on paper we do some leafing gold leaf silver leaf um we print on this plastic stuff um and put it on laminated boxes and well the new stuff but i mean i was just gonna go throw back for a second i mean the books they did i mean uh, well uh the, the business in, in in the books they they did was uh boy you know imagine monks 
you know, back in the day, writing their whatever Bible stuff and gold leaf and by hand and stuff. I, I, these books were just as extravagant and uh, detailed, and, and it, they were wonderful books. I mean, we're talking like a, probably a six grand a book or something like that back then, right? Yeah. Yep. And uh, my friend uh, Lisa Perot, happy birthday today to you. Yes, happy birthday! Happy birthday! And um, yeah, she worked there as well, and she was she, rem- yeah, she got remember, me that job. Yeah, and um, one day she was uh, explaining. I mean, the detail. I mean, that you had to go through every page and make sure everything's perfect for six grand. There's no yeah. bleed over. There's no. I mean, it had to be absolutely. Yeah. You know, I'm on. I'm one of the guys that get to scratch the dots off and make sure that it's perfect. Back then, okay, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. So yeah. you you were the, um, the clean ripper technician. Uh, uh, make sure everything's cur- exactly cur- curator. curator. There yeah. you go. I got a hundred pieces of paper, curator. pictures here, and every one of them has a dot in the left corner. And I want you to scratch it off there and make it look perfect. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, into repetition. Uh, scratch, scratch, scratch. Yeah, scratch, yeah. Stand, scratch, scratch, scratch. But uh, since then, uh, obviously, Trillium has been a subculture racing supporter forever. And what's really cool... And one of my biggest sponsors, too. I was just going to mention. What's really cool is they've been a sponsor for subculture for quite some time. And uh, Wade can mention two things. Uh, uh, The soapbox. The soapbox. So David comes home one day. I call it homework. Um, He went to the hardware store, and there was a sign on the hardware store... Uh, Brisbane Soapbox Derby. Wow. Hey, want to go racing? Who are you talking to? Do I want to go racing? So it's a kid's thing from ages 6 to 14. Uh, you use their kit. It's got plastic wheels, no putting bearings in it and stuff, no real cheating. Um, if you build their kit, they'd actually give you the car. So we got our first car. We built a really neat car, and then we found a kid. And so they gave us a short piece of wood. So I ended up with a short car. And turns out all the kids are actually bigger than that. So I was like, dude, can you bend your knees? And so anyhow, we built this really cool car, the Dragon, and went and gave it a try. So we, and none of us have kids, so David found a nephew. And... Uh, he went to the top of the hill. He screamed with joy all the way down the hill. Just We just went, whoa, that was just too much. So I started building cars, and I built at least a car a month. And I built like 16 or 18 of them. Um, they all are totally different, one-off, um, special designs, just like you would see in Disneyland or something. Um and then when the time came, anyhow, we went and found some kids, hired some kids. They're supposed to show up with an adult so that they have a supervisor, manager, and they go have a great time. You know, it was totally dynamite. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you mentioned, uh, well, what happened was, you know, Wade's very modest here, actually. Uh, Trillium had a bunch of these, 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 soapbox derby cars right and uh the deal with it's like the soapbox derby cars you know 
everyone had an original one, but Wade's not one to be original, unoriginal. Every car, I mean, looked completely different. I mean, these these kids were so like happy to just to be in it. I mean, geez, Wade, what what, yeah. what, 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 what so, were they? What did they look like? There's so many. Yeah, so so we started with the dragon. My boss goes, "What do you what do you want to do?" I go, "Well, you want to do something small, or you want to do something big?" We, I got some really big ideas here so um i made the i i made the um let's see what was the first one uh, the first one was the dragon and then i came up with doing the uh i named it the league of extraordinary racers because out of the movie uh league of extraordinary gentlemen remember that they have the new nemo submarine um, and then the Nemo's car, and then there's the old Nemo submarine. So anyhow, I did both submarines, and I did the car. I did his car as the ultimate. This is going to be the ultimate, and every car I make has to be competing visually with that because we're a print shop. We're a graphics department. We do artsy stuff. So anyhow, they all had to look good. I spent three months on Nemo's Cadillac. It's got the six wheels, four wheels up front, totally dynamite. I made handcrafted elephants to go on the front, just like the real thing. And 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 took me three months to make it. And it was a beautiful piece of work. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Um, while we're having you know like a discussion of what they look like, everything looked wonderful. I mean, geez. Um, Again, Racers Alley would love to see those on that Facebook thing, and then the, 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 all these. And the thing it was, it was for the children, and every single car was a completely different-looking badass car. They weren't just a regular throw-together by uh, how do you say uh, uh, glue and stuff. These had thought, uh, t- uh, really uh, great uh, imagination. Yeah, they're, they're like theme cars. Every each car has a theme to it. One's a, a 1929 Indy race car, front wheel drive, blew everybody away. Was the fastest thing out there. Was so fast they banned it. Then I got, oh, a, <laughs> then I got a 55 Indy car. There was one kid that um, there was three of them actually, but um, got the opportunity to say, "I got a dream, and this is the car I would like to have." And this wow. one, this one kid um, said he wanted this futuristic um, Ferrari, and I couldn't make the wheels that w- were in the real pictures, but I made that car, and he ended up winning the race. Yeah, and, and, he and, he was just so excited. Yeah, and um, all this, believe me. Um, the hill these kids were going down actually had a pretty good slant, huh? They they weren't messing around going down that hill. Yeah, I I did every car top to bottom. Every car did pretty close to eighteen miles an hour. Wow, eighteen miles an hour. These kids must have been having a hell of a lot of yeah. fun. We bought a bought one of them speedometers and was down at the bottom. <laughs> who's go, who's the fastest? Who's and, gonna win? You know which kid will actually pay attention and do it properly and really wants to win. Well, I was there a couple of years, and believe me, I mean, a racer's a racer. And uh, even if you're a soapbox derby, which we've had here in the late 90s, but a racer's a racer. And those yep. kids really took their shit seriously. Yeah. I got I got a buddy. Um, 
that goes on the ride. Anyhow, he <laughs> he has he has some kids and one. Hey, blah blah blah. I got this race coming up. Can I sponsor you and your kids? And so he showed up, brought both his kids. They both did it. But the little kid who was six years old, barely making the limit. Anyhow, I put him in Nemo's new submarine. It's turquoise and gold, and I fell in love with the shape of that thing. It's just dynamite. It's just a wedge. And this little guy gets in, and he takes off. He sort of, he weaves or something. We were standing next to the curb. He almost takes us out, does a big old slide past us out in the middle of the street, slides the other way, then down the middle of the street like he was doing 100 miles an hour. I recall that. This guy was, you know, I think he was born to be NASCAR, but yeah, he, I think he might have been a, was he a little uh, ginger top, uh, redhead kid. Yeah. Yeah, that guy was made to race, and hopefully he's out there skating or something new or really cool like that. That was a number of years ago, but yeah, he sure had the gumption. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> it was a fun time, you know? So uh, that being said, you know, uh, Trillium, uh, again, this is one of great good commercial um they're great i mean man uh they they contribute to the yeah. artist community uh they help out the locals but also uh boy uh then you know yeah. after getting deal with the soapbox derby cars mr admiral over here decides to make Pirate <laughs> Well, so the secretary, Herb, goes, you know, blah, blah, blah. You don't have a pirate ship. Oh. Right. So I made a pirate ship. It came out really nice. Really good. It's got like, you know, 120 guns and something like this. And it's it's rich pirates. Not the poor yeah. pirates. Rich pirates. It's gold leaf on the edges. And we totally did everything up. So eventually... I decided to make two big ones. I, I got, I made, made two of them. I, I needed his or hers, actual small one-person pirate ship, and then took it out. Actually, first went to Lake Merced, and then later to the bay. But actually, floated it out in the bay, and proved that it actually works and that we're pirates yeah exactly sales and everything i mean the pirate but yeah you, you have to see them to, to really appreciate just again like the soapbox derby cars or really anything whatever it actually makes but uh, anyhow um boy oh boy again on the face of a book hopefully you'll 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 be able to show us some them in ships uh but it, uh, it's you ha you're actually an admiral because i think you have yeah. three right uh, yeah, uh, two two that are, are for the water and one that's stuck on land. Yard. All right. Well, maybe we'll put a hot air balloon on it and make it a flying ship. Yeah, there oh, we yeah, go. There we go. That's another thing to do. All right, guys. Let's take a five-minute break, and uh, we'll get back to you soon. And uh, thank you for being here on Racers Alley at Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission. Yard. E-R. Dead to the bunk, dead to the bunk. 
Alrighty, so I guess we were listening to the Gorillas, or I believe I pulled off a CD off the shelf because I guess uh, I'm done with my one, you know, CD. I'll be working on music here soon, so the the, the show will be changing in the next next few weeks. So here we were talking about cars and uh, paint jobs and the creativity of actually do something, and then we were talking also about Trillium with the uh, the books uh, which I started with, which uh, uh, as any business they turned into digital and graphics and uh, artwork from there. And uh, during that, the, uh, the, the they were able to help subculture. Actually, Wade in particular was who is a subculture uh, make his creativity uh, help other people especially those uh, actually that, that that soapbox derby with all the kids coming down that was a great thing you know Brisbane is, is Brisbane correct yeah yeah those guys really uh, take care of their town and they take care of their people and it was a, it was a great time and I hope they still keep doing it actually yeah. I, I don't know it's usually the first weekend of October um, nice. It's right next to the park. It's a big deal at the park. It's a small town. It's hidden. It's right next to San Francisco, but nobody knows where it's at. Anyhow, yeah. they have really nice little parties and stuff. Um, and it's they have community. this soapbox derby race first weekend of October. And totally sponsor the kids. It's it's hilarious. Yeah. The whole community gets involved, uh, like many little towns, but... Yeah, it did. That's our little town. It's great that, uh, you know, especially uh, breed future racers. So that being said, you know, we had the fleet from the the Trillium and, uh, you know, uh, going into the bay making pirate ships. So that being said, we have the 57 in the fleet. I would like to talk about something myself, you know. I mean, I've always been a ragtop guy, and I I was really lucky last couple of, a few years ago. Uh, my friend Laura gave me a, uh, uh, Alfa Romeo. It was a 1977 wrong year. 76 would have been better. 77 was smog. Anyways, I love the shit out of that car, man. You know, it was like, it was the nicest thing I owned and I hadn't owned anything nice in a million years. You know, I usually end up, whatever I get bike, I just put it on the racetrack. And after that, I just... Well, you know how that goes. But, uh, yeah, I really had a nice car for a second. And at one point, you know, it was just like I was giving a lady a ride to work. And I was just like, um, okay, I'll pick you up in front of your place. All right. And I give her a ride. And she's like, later I hear this like, yeah, I didn't expect you to show up like in such a nice car. I expected you to have a piece of shit. And I was like, really? God damn it. Uh, you know, that was, uh, yeah, you are. But uh, yeah, it really was a, a nice thing. And there's got a mono melee thing going on. But man, you know, it was it was the sleekness of it being in a convertible. Actually, no seatbelts. And it, it, it just like... It really is nice to to have a car that you're proud of. I mean, there's a lot of cars yep. that are utilitarian, but we're talking about the 57 Chevy right now, and I'm talking about the Alpha, which right now is in great hands, actually. And uh, the gentleman who I sold it to is refurbishing it, and he's going to he's gonna make that car proud. And uh, that go. means that I'll be able to maybe take a drive on it. But uh, that being said, I mean, so... Uh, Wade also has the uh, Weebub. Weebub. That's the 39 Pontiac. The 39 Pontiac. And this thing is a rolling piece of art. And, uh, and when I first met you, um, 
that was still not running and you called me one day so so when i what were you doing before i first met you to this how did you come by it actually that's that's a long story also i got when i was in high school my stepfather gave it to me for as a pre-graduation present for graduating way back when 100 years ago um so I got to go to the junkyard with him one day. Don't look at any of those cars. They were way too cool. And then look at this one. And it was kind of plain and everything. But anyhow, here's a 39 Pontiac we found in a junkyard in Napa. Uh, yeah. So, and he said it came from Sonoma. And we were living in Sonoma. And supposedly all those cars came from San Francisco. Okay, so uh, basically, you know, uh, back in the day, uh, you used to have what you call um, uh, not really quite junkyards for cars, but it was salvage yards and such. So there's always interesting stuff lying about. They were all over the place. They're still out there and everything, but and you know, this was there was more back then because it was earlier. They were still uh, and, and before that, you know, all the kids threw junked all that stuff and beat it all up, and so. Most everything that wasn't a Ford or Chevy got destroyed. Anyhow, I ended up with a four-door, and so we bought a. We got the thirty-nine for forty dollars. Forty dollars. Forty dollars. Forty dollars American. Clunk. Yep. And then <laughs> and then my stepfather had another buddy, and he had a fifty-four Pontiac, which we bought for another forty dollars. So wow. I've got the the. They made straight eights from thirty-six to 54 so i've got a 54 motor and tranny in a 39 i went through it in napa junior college and it was all brand new even though it sat in my mother's field for another 10 years before i brought it to the city because then i was now moved by that time i was living in the city got enough connections to have somebody help me fix it before it as i call it melted yeah, exactly. Uh, laid away, so to speak, you know. But uh, awesome. And now it's a totally happy car. It's got an issue right now. I'm kind of playing with it, but it just had its fifteen thousand mile birthday. Fifteen thousand miles. So that does that mean when I met you? So not when I met you. Um, I, I've known Wade for quite some time, but one day he calls me up and he's like, "Alex," and I was like, "Yeah, man, come on over," you know. And so I, I did, and uh, obviously. Uh, Yar yar, he's sitting there, and yar yar, the Pontiac's there, and it ran when it first. Up 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 up. It made a noise, but it, no, yeah, I mean it started. Sorry, started up. Um, yeah, it, so uh, we got it running, I think, in '96 or something like that. When I first got it running, early, early got it running. What do you do now? That it runs, you got to drive it. So I only had front brakes on it. I go really slow, and I stayed on flat ground, and luckily I never ran into anything. That would totally destroy everything. Yeah. Um, well, but anyhow, I found I found drums in Florida somewhere before the internet and stuff. I found stuff and have been working on it for 20, 50 years. Exactly. And uh, so it's a, it's, a, it's always been a, a work of art, and... Uh, my story is so Wade called me up and RER and uh, ended up showing up at his place and we rode, uh, drove around and it's like, oh, this 
first time I've been out in a while. Oh, I are. And it was really wonderful. You know, it's like, it's like the, uh, it really is an old school car and, you know, has a gear shift and everything. And uh, from there on in, I mean, it, it was really neat. I mean, how the car evolved and, uh, uh, uh in many many ways uh one with the paint job i don't know where you did the paint job on that one but uh yeah where yeah from there it was like the interior and then the underneath uh, of the whole uh uh, uh boy uh, explain it wade um well first of all uh, i'm trying to think of the guy's name it's, and he's in the city and everything anyhow a, a friend in the city said let me paint your car blah blah, blah. i painted my garage and that's what how wow, okay. that happened okay good. so yeah, okay i drew a pretty picture this is what i think i want and so anyhow i went over and helped him he said if you if you help me i'll do it so i went over and helped him he said nobody ever shows up uh, <laughs> so, but you were there i was but, like i'll show yeah up. so we we did it it's it's uh so it's a silver burgundy um because i thought it was a burgundy car so i didn't go with the purple so gotcha. it's a silver burgundy, and then I'm putting purple-ish edges on and stuff. It's got a lot, of little, it's got a little faux finish on it for a, for flames that I don't have yet. One day I'm going to put some flames across it, and then it's still, I'm still working on it. Yeah. So, but it came up after a few years and stuff. Anyhow, it has a theme, and the theme is because those guys in clubs and stuff have themes with their cars and all that stuff. So, anyhow, okay, I did. I did. Well, I guess they do. So, yeah. yeah. So okay. I, I had to come up with a theme and and figure out how to fix every part of my car and make it look nice at okay. the same time. So that's where it, I painted it. I painted under the hood, which started a whole new thing. I painted under the hood. I painted under each wheel well. Um, I have the uh, the flute playing samurai on my trunk, and is the, so there. The Japanese were at the World's Fair, so it's it, it totally goes in there. I have famous Japanese art under my car, as I call it, tattoos. Yes, I mean um, again. Uh, Holy moly. So, uh, I always forget that we're just not sitting here in a pub talking. So, um, for, our, for our listeners out there, Wade has this wonderful car, which is a... 39 Pontiac. 39 Pontiac. Four-door sedan. Four-door sedan. And it's, it's a beautiful car. You can always Google it. And what's, you know, it's an it's a automatic? No, it's a three-speed. It was on the tree, and I had to have a hot rod and put it on the floor. Nice. So it's a it's, it's really three on the tree, which is actually one of the only vehicles I've actually you know, RER haven't done uh, as far as stick shift. Well, actually, I take that back. I haven't driven the rig yet, but uh, yeah, um, is it's a beautiful, beautiful vehicle, and it's very, very classic. I mean, it's like. Uh, Yar, you take someone to the prom in it, you know. You know, you could be like, yeah. oh yeah. I got out of out of a junkyard, but the people, even in Cadillacs, give me a thumbs up going down the street. It's everybody totally, loves totally it. Classic, and especially the ornament on the hood, and then you have a uh, the Uga horn. Oh, the and, Uga uh, is oh, that's the killer. And right. I've got the old original steel one. It makes a different sound. It's much better. <laughs> I got a. Uh, it's got the sun visor. You really need the sun visor. Wow. And 
Once upon a time, we were at Fort Funston, and we found a Rolls Royce laying on the beach. And so we got the grill, I made a table out of it, and I got the bumper. The front bumper is on Weebub. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I have a Rolls, Rolls Royce bumper. Can't say that every day. <laughs> Holy moly. That's awesome. You know, I mean, I've known you a long time, and maybe you've said it to me once or twice, but, you know, I have the memory of Dory or something. But, anyways, let's move on. That's great. And the, the, the deal was also, um, we were mentioning earlier artistic qualities and such. Under the hood and under each. Fin and wheel oil? Wheel oil. And trunk. Pretty much, yeah. Actually, the, the engine compartment was black and dull, blah, blah, blah. I got tired of it. So I painted the motor purple, and I put in a mirror. I, I couldn't do a, fi- a chrome firewall. I made a firewall out of steel. Couldn't afford to get it chromed. Uh-huh. So I made another one that bolted to it out of mirrored plexiglass. Interesting. So I put in mirrors and these diamond sparkle plates, and then I put in some lights. <gasps> got With a purple motor. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You got got a little glow on going down. Yeah. But, so uh, so the the hood is a big long hood. It's got a like a panel cover on either side. I got a panel on one side. They weren't on it when I painted the car, so I had to make them really nice. So I put flames on them. But so I don't run the left side because if you run both sides, it's just another car. I don't run the left side because now it's got a hole in it. And it'll make you look in that hole. If you look, it's got you. Yeah, with all the artistic qualities. Like I was mentioning, um, you have a different portrait under each part of that uh, of the hood and each part of the wheel wells. I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's really you have to really see it to believe it that the cars are it's a uh, rolling piece of art. I, I, mean, I had to make up this story to go with it. And yeah, it's there's a tsunami on the far side of the island. So there's a horse race. There's a race to the far side of the island to save the the town and blah blah blah. How however they do it so anyhow these two horse guys take off so i've got these two horses i got the starting line i got the horses running i've got the samurai the flute playing samurai walking along and he's sort of in the race whatever anyhow somehow he gets there first plays his flute saves his day there's the tsunami that's coming in it's under the hood and and anyhow, saves that, the town. So that artwork is actually original, and it tells a story. Yeah, I made the story up myself. Awesome, but awesome. It's, it's 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 actually <laughs> um, all but modified. A couple pieces are modified. Um, Japanese, famous Japanese art from like the 1600s. Okay. I got this book, looked through it, and everything. Everybody's frowning, and I had to have smiles or something. It's got to be a little happier. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I only changed a couple that. things. There was this yeah. girl fishing, and so now she's feeding the fish instead of fishing. Yeah. And, and so I got the tsunami. Because of the oil under the hood, the tsunami came out even extra good. Oh no! And right on. <laughs> so I got special effects and yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, um, it came out really nice. What do you call it, patina? Yeah, yeah. Right on, right on. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I had my alpha, love the shit out of that, and then um, even more special, we got the Triumph. Triumph, I got, yeah, I got a '57 TR3 
if you wanted one, it would totally be the one you want. It's got the small mouse. It's got the big wheels. It's got this and that. Uh, my stepfather gave it to my cousin. Wow. My cousin blew it up. I thought he blew it up. Yar. I got it running for a dollar and a half. And we were <laughs> I got a year and a half out of it. And then awesome. It, and then so we, you, you really uh, had a year and a half running that little thing around? Yeah, way back when. Wow. And so we, it blew up again. Um, I got a new motor out of it. And I got a thousand miles on it. And you got the last ride in it. Yeah. I, when I, I drove I, you I, into town. Picking up a, a rear a, a, a stand for the motorcycle. This this is a Triumph TR. What, do, what would you say that's? It's a TR three. It's a TR three. And what year is it? Fifty seven. And if you if you look this up, it's it's just so really bitching looking. Like I said, I love my Alfa Romeo. This this guy is actually R E R cooler and uh, that's a hard thing to say with an yeah. italian piece of machinery but boy this this car it looks like a million bucks and again you, you touched it with the uh, artwork and uh, it looks like a million bucks yeah i'm i'm, I'm really happy with it uh, one day somebody they'll i'll get it out there again uh the motor's about to come out it'll be new again and anyhow everybody's into the one color and I just couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, so yeah. So anyhow, I put, I called. I put a, a hot rod, sort of streak, diamond shape paint job on it. It's a turquoise car that ran into something purple. You got to see it uh, again. Hopefully, and might be able to get get to be seeing uh, racers alley on Facebooks and maybe soon Instagram. Uh, sorry, staying away from the mic here for a second. Anyhow, um, yeah, uh, it'd be nice to see those pics as as, as usual. And uh, that that I was in that, and it, you sit in it, and man, like you put your hand out the door, your basically knuckles are dragging on the ground. It was a really bitching car. I mean, it's just like I, I'm a I'm a fan of convertibles. I'm not a big fan of like cars, you know. But uh, <laughs> I, I like trucks because they can get me to the racetrack. So I'll be buying a truck soon, hopefully. But uh, yeah, as far as cars goes, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a ragtop man and. I'm really interested in, you know, the little guys, you know, it's like, we're motorcyclists, so of course, right? Either that or you're learning to fly a plane like our friend Steve Epstein out there. He's flying around out there. He sure is. Yeah. Wait, didn't, yeah. uh, And there's no traffic up there. Right? uh, Dang. So let's just take a switch for a second and just talk about, Wow. What was your first impression? Our friend Steve Epstein is, uh, I'm sure, well, actually, he's a racer, and he's been around a while, so he, he's, he's, he's a man with a reputation, and uh, uh, we were at an event for our, our friend, and uh, afterwards, Wade was able to go up in a plane. Yeah, I forget exactly what it was, but he's got this really nice, now vintage plane. It's got two motors on it, nice little Cadillac. It's very classy and stuff, and so we did 1,500 miles around, uh, totally around the bay, looking at the traffic, and there's nobody up there but us. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing pictures on the Facebook book, and you know, it was like I've had friends in my life, uh, or pilots and such. I mean, but uh, to actually um, be in something as such a small 
Yeah. I might actually freak the fuck out, you know. But uh, uh, <laughs> it, it was it was totally dynamite. I got to be the co-pilot. He totally he let me really. He let me drive for fifty miles or so. It's no oh, kidding. Once you get going, he had double gauges and this and that, and I kind of knew what they were. But once you get going, it's like driving a car. You are so. Uh, he goes up and down. And, and a few of our boys were in back. So there there was three other boys in back, right? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, SMRs? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Say, the, say a shout out to those boys. Yeah. Great hi to all, all my <laughs> SMR boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, um, yeah. Uh, being up there, you're sitting up there. Oh, yeah. Is that your first time being in a small plane? Like a yeah, ba- basically, yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> it's small, so yeah, you have to wiggle down the straightaway. You you swerve this way, that way, that way. And it's like normally you would see yourself spinning out and hitting the wall at the end of the drag strip or whatever. But no, it just lifts off and it goes straight. And then you just go, ah, okay. You're and in the, the air. The higher you get, the more time you have to think about the mistakes you just made. Ah, so. Uh, you can mess up anywhere but if you're way up there it's like driving a Volkswagen around (laughs) yeah yeah I I saw pictures I mean you guys did go around uh, San Francisco and such it it did look wonderful yeah we drove totally right over San Francisco around banked over everybody taking pictures click 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 oh yeah it's great wow and he I believe he's an instructor Mm mm-hmm Okay. Um, yeah. Do you, do you know his, his his name by chance, as far as the the uh, the, the flight school? No, I don't. All don't, right, don't but, know uh, we'll find that out for the next show, fellas. If you want to learn how to fly a plane, or ladies, especially, uh, they probably are like easier to teach to tell each other because guys always just want to crash and shit. But anyways, um, boy, yeah, we should get that together. Uh, that would be really neat, and uh, you know, it's another dynamic of what we do, and. and I'd really like to actually have, yep. uh, uh, you know... Uh, Same thing, just on a higher level. Yeah, and uh, have some of those uh, folks come in, uh, so to speak. Uh, I'd love to get uh, Mr. Hoogerhide. Well, Mr. Hoogerhide, I believe he's just done some great stuff. And Mrs. Hoogerhide, <laughs> they've been yep. they've done some great things out there in the salt flats lately. And I, I really hope to have him on the show. I mean, it's like uh, it's always great to you know uh, everyone out there is doing something, something, and, and, and you know they're just trying to make everyone else have a better time, do something better. And Mr. Epstein out there. Teaching folks how to fly planes, yar yar. You know, I mean, that's a great thing to do. And uh, you know, uh, next I need to find a person how to like toss people out of planes in a parachute. I know those folks too. And you know what? They spend six grand to ten grand on their rig. Anyhow, uh, we're going to take a break here for a second. And uh, thank you for tuning into Racers Alley. And we're having a good old time talking about. Really, a lot of things besides motorcycles. All right, cheers, guys.
So here we are back at Racer's Alley in the Mission at Mutiny Radio. It's a beautiful night, and uh, boy, oh boy. You know, I got to thank our sponsors as usual, you know, Tokyo Moto and Subculture Racing and uh, Monkey Moto School and Berkeley Honda Yamaha. Any, any, you know, their way to, uh, let's see here. We got a whole bunch of sponsors, and I just want to thank them as always. And uh, from here on in, I mean, uh, boy, you know, always uh, try to support me in the radio and uh, always uh, try and give them a call and uh, hopefully uh, donate to the cause. In the future here, we'll be actually having uh, really nice shirts here for Racers Alley that will, you know, uh, help uh, donate for the cause. And uh, boy, oh boy. So let's keep going on with our conversation. We went to cars. I mean, we went a little bit to the left field, but that's great because, you know, Racers Alley talks about everything. And uh, hopefully soon, like I said, we'll have a, you know, Jim here and talking about uh, going across the salt flats and his wife as well. And, uh, you know, and uh, I believe uh, next couple of weeks we'll have a couple of TT racers as well as Wade and myself and uh, Chucky Sorensen here, you know, having a great old conversation conversation and i i i'm really gonna hope to have you guys here for that one we'll, we'll even have some bunch of guests and uh we're always looking for you know uh in between we would love to have instead of commercials we got a piano here and uh, a mic and a stage i mean if he if he can play an instrument and uh you know uh come on in and just uh, help and uh Help us with the atmosphere with some good old music. So, yar, yar. So, anyways, uh, boy, last night I was hanging out with Wade, and we're talking about, of course, flash tracking again. And, uh, you know, currently right now he has a couple of frames and a couple of bikes he's working on, as well as uh, DTR1. And uh, I'm looking out there, it's like, what's that, Wade? And it's like, R.E.R., that's actually, uh, what is it, 750 <laughs> inline four, old school? And the one in the back is actually, I got I got two of them now. A champion frame, champion, champion frame. I found it for the one in the back. I found a RM four hundred for it. It really shouldn't fit. Barely fits. Doesn't fit. But there is somebody else who already did it. So I'm pushing that one through, and I'm trying to keep up with the other one, which my sponsor Rich has from Sportscraft. Um, Anyhow, on that one, we're rebuilding the Hawking Miler, the Honda 750 uh, four, one of the first fours, the the only famous one that I heard of. So uh, uh, Miler, uh, yeah. Uh, the pictures I was looking at, uh, there was a 750 four-cylinder old-school motor in a frame called the Hawking Miler. Yeah, it's it's in a champion frame. Champion um, frame. So I, there's maybe ten bikes like that on the on the on the planet or whatever. But this is the original Hawking Racer. Uh, went through Cosman. They built it into a street bike. Somebody down the line crashed it, whatever. Anyhow, sold it to Bill Henderson. Wow. Bill, Bill Henderson is sponsoring me with it. Here, it's yours. You go race it. Nice. You've got to put it back together. It's in a million pieces. <laughs> So uh, basically, what you're saying, Wade, is um, you were given a um, not talisman, but anyhow, a really cool old frame, and uh, that's been sitting in uh, 
I got to say, uh, uh, folks out there, um, Wade kind of races everything in general, and he's an artist and a poet and warrior. Uh, however, um, his, his his grassroots is uh, is actually a, a, a circle track. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, going, dirt track. going out there, dirt track, and um, I, I feel that right now, um, being that he's <laughs> really become a. a a presence out there to say the least and uh basically turned a lot of heads since he showed up uh, with his dtr one and others um yeah oh that guy yeah so um it's nice to see a lot of folks coming out with these um how do you say uh, uh machines and, and frames willing to donate to actually go hey man you're still out there here you go let's put something in this and let's do something really nice because i know you can do that you know and I, and I think that's really 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 cool yeah really neat and it's totally the bike so this one is actually also sort of a family story so Bill Henderson uh, is giving it to because he was uh, part of my one of my dad's friends, and one he wants to see it run again and wants wow. to, to run it through the Sunday morning ride group. Exactly, it's like uh, it's so. you really want to see it come back to life. I mean, you really do want to see it come back to life, and that's that's a thing. I mean, uh, lately, as well as uh, I believe within the past year, you've seen a lot of uh, particular sponsors with a really some nice uh, machinery uh, 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 sponsor you. Yeah, a couple here. It's- I can't name everybody, but yeah. Well, couple uh, here, a couple there. Yeah, I mean, it's keeping me busy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, uh, in, in particular, right now, you're running the, you're running the Hooserberg. And uh, any plans for any th- future racing right now? I, I, I guess. Um, we're sort of on hold at, at, at the moment because Christine has a, a problem with a family issue and stuff. So, And she's my biggest sponsor altogether. That kind of slows down my sidecar things. There's, there's one race left. We're now we're yeah. a maybe, so our season may be over. But that if I have any time left, that actually opens me up for one another Lodi, one or two more Lodi's. Yeah, local, local, local races, and uh, you know, God bless on that family situation. I'm, I'm going through the same thing. I mean, basically, my year has been it's done, so I, I won't be out there till next year. And really, uh, Wade, you and I, we'd be really nice to go out there on a track day and just go run around for a while without uh, having any issues. And uh, yeah, yeah, go out to Thunder exactly. Hill or something. You know, just go do just go do some testing and relax. Uh, yeah, as far as AFM goes this year, I mean. Technically, I am still not a racer, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I are. But uh, we'll we'll move on next year. But uh, yeah, uh, going from here, let's just take a little break, and we'll be right back.
you know yeah. what, Wade and I Capita, Capita, totally Capita. Capita, 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 Capita. We're just totally smiling right now. Just, you know, sitting back after the, uh, you know, break here. And it's like, Argentina, man. You know, we were invited over there a while back, uh, 2010, and uh, Wade actually uh, got us there, yeah? Yeah, from our buddies uh, David and Walter that from Argentina that did the TT. Yeah, so... Our TT heroes. TT racers in Argentina, I mean, um, just like here, I mean... They're heroes, man. So uh, it's like you met David and Walter over there when you were at the Isle of Man, TT, Yahweh. Yeah, and they actually tried to put this race together for years to get it big enough to actually in- invite uh, some people, whatever, some TT guys. So they actually did, called me up one day. They're actually working on it again. Um, oh, nice. But they're, uh, they called me, or didn't call me, however, email. I yeah, back then you had a, a, a email. It was, it was different contact. But anyhow, um, <laughs> said, dude, come down and do this. And so we need some TT racers, blah, blah, blah. It's half of what I'm doing. So, yeah, let's do it. And so I'll bring Christine, who's also done the TT. And Alex for a bonus. Yeah, yeah. So, I was actually uh, living with Wade at the time. Uh, I mean, I was really, uh, I guess, uh, down on my luck and such. And, you know, they were really, uh, they took care of me, to tell you the truth. You know, uh, my best friend died, uh, Jack, and uh, God bless Jack. We're talking about him. Yeah, yeah. He actually saw me get to, to the TT. And uh, so anyways, uh, shortly after he passed, I had nowhere to go. The collapse of everything. And here I am. And it's like, oh, yeah. And Way goes, hey, we're going to Argentina. I was like, yeah, great, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, you want to go? And it's like, what do you mean? It was like, I could talk to him. You can go. And it was a goddamn fact, right, Wade? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got him yeah, on board. Yeah, yeah. He said, well, uh, uh, okay, yeah, I'll find him a biker or something. And, yeah, let's do it. Let's, yeah, and I, um, and I really was down on the dumps, and uh, all of a sudden, here we are. I was like, we're on a plane going to Argentina, which I've never been to. And it's, yeah, R E R. You know, so I think uh, the, the 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 first stop we landed in uh, Chile, and Peru. We, we crossed over. No, that was on the way back. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a really neat time. I mean, uh, we we ended up going out there, and uh, holy moly, right, Wade? They, yeah, they really took good care of us. Um, we didn't have total top notch bikes or basically but we had really good bikes um alex had to wait for his for a minute but um they took us out we did radio things we did television things we did all this interview stuff and and then went to the mountain and it was absolutely gorgeous beautiful 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 you know it was like uh Boy, I don't think it was even nine days, but we were in and out so quick. It was almost like a dream, wasn't it? You know, I was like, holy moly, we came in and out. And I was like, we just went in Argentina and back. And myself, I did actually end up winning the stock class and wait out there. It's a whole story, man. And then um, hopefully soon we'll be able to get get the uh, uh, Urban Moto, all the stories out there. Because they're all out there in print and we'd love to for for all of you to see it and hear it and totally talk about that Argentina time but my boy oh boy Wade wasn't it cool it was like we were sitting there at one point in a cathedral and there's a huge table and there's a bunch of press there and it's like well we're just like 
Okay, we don't understand the language, but let's just talk and be nice. You are, you yeah, are. yeah. All we could do is 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 try to be nice. Yeah, they totally sp- spoke Spanish. Yeah, or a version of that, and I'm I'm so bad. I'm so bad. Yeah, it's, it's a wonderful culture, and boy, you know, at one point, you know, you see, you, you, we were actually at one uh, one evening when we went down there near the cathedral. It's like, R E R. And we're, we're going on bikes and stuff for that night. And um, then you look left, and there's a guy with a donkey and a huge old cart, you know, walking yeah. by. And he's, he's was, the garbage guy. It was like the know. total food chain from from the very bottom all the way to the top. And it was, like, it was just mind-blowing on on the, <laughs> the differences all the way through. And... And life goes on, and everybody's happy. It was a it was a great great time, and David Paredes and you know R E R. Holy moly! Hope to see you soon. And been you know uh, when we race in Argentina, we're we're actually you know uh, wait we actually we're gonna have to have a whole show about Argentina just talking about this. Yeah. Because right now we're just we're just skipping skipping yeah. on the whole subject. Yeah. Holy they have, moly! Supposedly now they have some racetracks, but they're still doing Capina. Capina is basically a hill climb. They tried to make it a, a full circle, but the second half was a little too greasy because the buses run down yeah. there, so then they the drop loop. oil yeah and exactly so i remember it, that yeah it wasn't it wasn't good enough but the hill climb was totally dynamite they had like five little miniature stands up on the top a couple over here a couple over there otherwise people on rocks and stuff all over the place and so it was it was a beautiful sunny day it never rains in argentina yeah and, yeah and then it rained at the end of the day on the final day of race day and so we all took off we did races and stuff up up the hill and then like at the three-quarter mark it started raining wait you know um we're gonna have a whole show about that we really should. Yeah, we're running out of time here, and uh, yeah, I think uh, as far as Copina goes, we need to actually really talk about that because it's a very rare story. I mean, um, boy, uh, at, within the two hours of that, we'll also talk about Copina. But also, I've always been interested as far as um, uh, 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 questioning Wade. Uh, boy, oh boy. Uh, where have you gone? As far as you've gone, a couple of hill climbs on your sidecar, yeah. yeah um, Donner hill climb. And before that? Oh, oh actually, the Donner was the first one. Pikes Peak was the last one. Yeah, but they used to have an independent race back there back in the day, right? Where? Oh, I thought that there was a local town that you always used to be able to race. So Donner, Pikes Peak. Okay, so, yeah, we'll have to talk about that later. But, uh, yeah, as far as racing goes, um, next week, I hope you all guys tune in, and ladies and everyone else in between, and um, God bless, and uh, hope to see you soon. Be safe. In the jungle, watching a big trail. Go 
caught up in the conflict between his brain and his tail. And if time's elimination, then we got nothing to lose. Please repeat the message, it's the music that we choose. Keep Holy moly. You know, I got to totally, I got to give a shout out to my pal out there. You know, apparently I uh, lost my jacket or he, somehow it ended up in his possession with my bike keys in there. And he came out from Daly City and come and returned it because I'm just about to get off the goddamn mic here. And then I are. And I'm like, been totally fucked. So I was like, totally, totally, man. Give a shout out to my mate who just gave me my keys back because he found it and sin fucking wherever far he was because man that would have totally sucked you know but uh yeah so save i'm just babbling <laughs> save a friend whenever you can right right you know it's like yeah bikers always take care of each other yar yar you know be safe guys and uh thank you for coming to racers alley and enjoying our show be safe brothers shots, but the legal shots he tweets when he wants to and he will probably fire when he wants to, despite advice.
for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> hey, Mutineer Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Test, 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 test. Hang on, hang on a sec. Let me do it. Which one do you want? You got two up here. Yeah, I want you to talk into both of them. Uh, test, test. Okay, uh, try the other one. Which one test. did you talk into? Test one, two. Hello, hello, you hear me? I'm here. Keep talking. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Come in. Is there anybody out there? Talk in the other mic. Test one, two, three, four, five, six. I can count. Uno, dos. All right. Sounds good. Test. We'll be starting soon. Can the show. you hear me? Yeah. Try the other one. Hello. Uh, Anybody here? Yeah, that one sounds good. That's the left one. Try another. Uh, try another mic. Keep on knocking at the door. Somebody's knocking at the door. Okay. Somebody's ringing the bell. 
do me a favor. Open the door and let him in. In the mountain range for the kayaks. We're all, we're not. all good? Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcast and look for Comedy Clubhouse uh, with a K. You can download it for free. Yeah. But we'd love to see you works. every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh on the old tushy. Save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> What could it be? It's exactly what you think it is. <laughs>